There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, David Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Monday, August 28, 2023. Let's rock it out. Let's go. guys how's it going out there i'm your host don q it is monday hurricane preparation day in the great state of florida especially if you're on the uh the western side of the state uh hopefully you are already prepared um <laughs> saw a couple of people on facebook i'm gonna talk about this real quick before we get into the business but real quick guys if you live in the state of Florida and you've lived in the state of Florida and you're not already prepared for a hurricane, that's on you. Now, I get it. You might not have extra water or whatever. If, if you're someone like myself who drinks a lot of water, you might not think about it. I always keep three to four cases of water on hand because I'll drink about two, two cases a week. You know, 35 packs. I mean, I drink a lot of water. So I always keep that much on hand. And then when I see a storm coming... Now, I saw this last week. I talked about... Well, not on the show, but I talked about it in my personal life to people on Thursday. Hey, did you see there's a hurricane? What are you talking about? Now, this is it was still in the Pacific. <laughs> but it was trending that it was going to come this way. And I was like, I'm going to buy some extra shit. So last week on Friday, I went and bought some extra water, went and bought some extra charcoal, some lighter fluid, and, you know, made sure we had some extra food and stuff. So, and furthermore, if you lived in the state of Florida for more than five years, let's just say that, you've gone through a couple of hurricanes already. You see how people that live in Florida get anyway. In the past year, there's been a great influx of population into the state from people from other 
parts of the country that don't have a fucking clue what's about to happen, if anything. So you have that, whatever that number is, 20, 30,000 people, it may be more, increase of people that are panicking now. And some of these people might not even live in the path of the hurricane and be panicking just because they're in Florida. So, guys, go get your shit now. It's Monday. You've got time. Um, if you don't work tomorrow, maybe get up, get your ass out of bed first thing in the morning. Go to the store and get your shit when the stores have it. Don't go in there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and bitch because there's no water. Period. And that's all I got to say about that. All right, so real quick, guys, please. Uh, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please go ahead and subscribe, follow the show, and then share this with your friends. While you're on the podcast app, also, if you scroll down, you'll see our uh, our website, which is DontTreadOnAmerica.com. You'll also see a thing that says DTOM Store. Check that out, guys. That's the DTOM Store. That's the merch store. We have some shirts, tank tops, shorts. I got some glasses. I got cups. I got whatever. So check that out, guys. The profits for that is strictly going right back into the show. I'm trying to build a brand. I'm trying to build this show up. And I can only afford to do so much out of pocket. So this is a way for me to try and push the show to the next level. If you guys didn't catch it, I was on the Charlie Robbins show this past weekend on uh, TNT Radio. Um, it was a good show. We were on. I was on there for an hour. You can go to the website, TNT Radio. And uh, look for Charlie Robinson. The uh, you'll see Don Q. Don't try on America. Blah blah blah. If if you don't want to bother trying to find it, you can go to if you follow us on Facebook at Don't Tread on America. I put the link in there. You can just click on that and listen to it and uh, and enjoy. And while you're on there, guys, if you are following us on social media, make sure you check us out at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And we are DTOM underscore 1775 on the Twitter machine, or Twitter X machine. <laughs> and like I said before, we have a website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. You can check us out there. And from there, you can also check out the DTOM store, listen to the show, and everything else. All right, guys. So, the title of this show is going to be, We Will Not Comply. And we, as Americans have got to quit letting these, I'm going to just say it, sons of bitches push us around. And and if you can't tell by that tone and what we're going to talk about is obviously we're going to talk about COVID. You know, for two solid years, we were constantly told to trust the science, right? So why are they not doing that now? And I'm going to go, this obviously, I'm, cat's out the bag, right? This show's going to be about COVID. Because it's no one's really talking about it, but then they're kind of mentioning, oh, you know, mask mandates are coming back here and there and wherever. And I found this art, this clip. It's a little long, so I'm going to play it. I'll probably talk over it. Um, but listen to what this guy has to say. This is very, very interesting. Now, his name is uh, Bob Johnson. Uh, I saw his name i don't remember it now it's dave something dave johnson anyway just listen to what he has to say this is at a conference on corona most of you don't know that coronavirus as a model of a pathogen was isolated in 1965 
coronavirus was identified in 1965 as one of the first infectious replicatable viral models that could be used to modify a series of other experiences of the human condition. It was isolated once upon a time associated with the common cold. But what's particularly interesting about its isolation in 1965 was that it was immediately identified as a pathogen that could be used and modified for a whole host of reasons. And you heard me correctly, that was 1965. And by the way, these slides are public domain. You're welcome to look at every single reference. Every comment that I made is based on published material. So do make sure that you look at those references. But in 1966, the very first COV coronavirus model was used as a transatlantic biological experiment in human manipulation. And you heard the date. 1966. I hope you're getting the point of what I'm saying. This is not an overnight thing. This is actually something that's been long in the making. A year before I was born, we had the first transatlantic coronavirus data sharing experiment between the United States and the United Kingdom. And in 1967, the year I was born, we did the first human trials on inoculating people with modified coronavirus. Isn't that amazing? 56 years ago, the overnight success of a pathogen that's been 56 years in engineering. And I want that to chill with all of you. Where were we when we actually allowed, in violation of biological and chemical weapons treaties, where were we as a human civilization when we thought it was an acceptable thing to do to take a pathogen for the United States and infect the world with it? Where was that conversation? And what should have been that conversation in 1967? That conversation wasn't had. Ironically, the common cold was turned into a chimera in the 1970s. And in 1975, 1976, and 1977, we started figuring out how to modify coronavirus by putting it into different animals, pigs and dogs. And not surprisingly, now listen to what he by says the time here. we got to 1990, we found out that coronavirus as an infectious agent was an industrial problem for two primary industries, the industries of dogs and pigs. Dog breeders and pigs found that coronavirus created gastrointestinal problems, and that became the basis for Pfizer's first spike protein vaccine patent filed, are you ready for this, in 1990. So I'm going to stop them real quick. <clears throat> so we talk about the vaccine, warp speed, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, Moderna, whoever. They already had, <laughs> they already were working on this. This is 56 years in the making. I've told you before that nothing that the quote-unquote powers that be, the, the, the elites, whoever you want to call them, whatever tag you want to put there, they don't move quickly because it would be too obvious. This is something 50 plus years in the making. They started out with by creating the disease. Then creating a cure by getting animals sick. <clears throat> to all of a sudden, well, I'm going to let him finish. I don't I want to spoil what he's got to say. I've already listened to this. So you go ahead and do your. Did you hear what I just said? 
1990. Operation Warp Speed? I'm sorry. Where's the warp and the speed? Pfizer, 1990. And that would explain why they were able to come out with the vaccine so quick. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't it fascinating that we were we were told that, well, the spike protein is a new thing. We just found out that that's the problem. No. As a matter of fact, we didn't just find out it was not just now, now the problem. We found that out in 1990 and filed the first patents on vaccines in 1990 for the spike protein of coronavirus. And who would have thought? Pfizer. Clearly, the innocent organization that does nothing but promote human health. Clearly, Pfizer. The organization that has not bought the votes in this chamber and in every chamber of every government around the world. Not that Pfizer. Certainly, they wouldn't have had anything to do with this. But, oh, yes, they did. And in 1990, they found out that there was a problem with vaccines. They didn't work. You know why they didn't work? It turns out that coronavirus is a very malleable model. It transforms and it changes and it mutates over time. As a matter of fact, every publication on vaccines for coronavirus from 1990 until 2018, every single publication concluded that coronavirus escapes the vaccine impulse. Boom. From 1990 to 2018 okay corona or covid 19 we talked about this on the show years ago two two years ago at least covid 19 is called covid 19 because they want to make us all believe that this started wherever in china in a wet market what 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 doesn't matter it started as far as <laughs> As far as we were told, or as far as we were led, led to believe, that it started in, I think it was October of 2019 in China. And then it matriculated in about January, February of 20. It kind of started to spread. In March of 20, we started lockdowns across the, across the world, not just in this country, but across the world. We stopped travel. We stopped this. We stopped that. We stopped everything. Remember? Two weeks slow slow to spread. 14 days slow to spread. Uh, We're all in this together. Remember all the bullshit commercials? All the the fucking psychopathic damn... uh, Like you'd be in a store and you'd hear it over the loudspeaker. You'd be in your car and hear it on the radio. The, we're all in this together. Do your part. Mask up. Wash your hands. Stay six foot apart. Remember all that bullshit? You remember it? 1990 to 2018, they were already working on a vaccine for for a disease that they created. And he's about to tell you where this all took place. So, they knew that the just like the flu vaccine, or flu, whatever to call it, flu shot. The flu shot does not do you a goddamn bit of good. I'm sorry for the language, but I'm fired up because here we go. Because the flu is a ever-changing virus, okay? So in order for you to have the vaccine or the shot or whatever you want to call it, the flu for the flu, is based on whatever the virus is right now. So, okay, so next year's shot will be based on the virus now. 
but next year's virus is going to be different than this year's virus. Therefore, you're taking a shot that's not going to do a fucking thing for you. How many people do you personally know that religiously get their flu shot every year, but yet still get fucking sick? We are afraid of diseases that we should not be afraid of. You, as a person, and whatever country you live in, the flu is what it, what it is. We do not get the flu every single year. Whether you've got the shot or you don't have the shot, you could be one of these people that religiously get the flu shot, right? Well, I got the shot. I didn't get sick. You didn't get the flu. Guarantee you, you got sick. See, the problem is, is everybody in this world gets sick. Now, I'm not talking about the common cold where you just have sniffles or whatever. But each and every one of us have had what we thought is the flu. Okay, I, man, I got a fever. I got a headache. I'm coughing. I'm sneezing. I'm hacking up crap. No, you've got a cold. You might have a severe cold. You have bronchial blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> you don't have the flu. And I told this story before. One time, I had an issue with my leg, okay? Obviously, you guys all know my history of, of, of uh, medical situations, cancer, da-da-da, whatever. I'm not going to go through it. Uh, I was in New York a couple years ago, bumped my leg on a bed, ended up getting a staph infection in my leg because I have a fucked up leg, okay? And got a staph infection. They put me on um, antibiotics, oral antibiotics, didn't work. Put me on a different one, didn't work. To the point where the doctor's like, we're putting you in the hospital and put you on IV antibiotics. Okay, whatever. So I'm in there. I'm on antibiotics. I felt fine. Other than my leg being fucked up, I felt fine. Okay? So they give me a flu test. Why are you giving me a flu test? Well, sometimes in these situations, staph infections can be followed by or a cause of from having the flu. I'm like, I feel fine. Right, but we just got to do this to be on the safe side. Okay, whatever. So they do the flu test. And what, son of a bitch, I got the flu. I felt fine. I wasn't, I wasn't what people consider flu-like. And you can't see what I'm doing right now, but I'm putting my fingers up like in the quotations. So, anyway, my point being is this. When you get sick, year in and year out, and even if you were to get the flu, you probably won't get it for the next couple of years anyway. Okay? Continue on, sir. Because it modifies and mutates too quickly for vaccines to be effective. And mm -hmm. since 1990 to 2018, that is the published science, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so let's just say for shits and giggles, okay? Uh, the end of 2020, they come out with the vaccine, whatever the month was, whatever. We got the shot. We have it. Everyone needs to get it, right? You get your two doses. You're going to be good, right? Remember that? I, and whoever said it, whatever said it, Trump, DeSantis, Biden, all of them. Fuck them, right? They all said it. How many people do you know personally that got the COVID shot, whether they got two doses, three, four, 10, 20, whatever, and still got sick? Now, my argument was at one point that we had heard that there was a two shots. There was two types of shots. Okay, so when you would go to wherever you went to get your uh, COVID vaccine, right? They make you fill out paperwork, 
Okay, I'm Bob Johnson. I'm getting the Moderna, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here's my license, my social, whatever he had to put on the paper. Then the person administering the shot would say, you're getting the Moderna um, vaccine, and it would give you, they would write a batch number. I think it said batch number or CO number or something, one, two, three, four, five, whatever. And we were under the speculation that that batch number coincided with either a true vaccine or a placebo. And we used to say, well, maybe that's why some people are still getting sick versus some people um, not getting sick. But then that kind of contradicts our whole thought process. I still believe that there was a placebo, and I think that's why you probably don't see every single person that you know that got the COVID shot dying from myocarditis, right? Like I've said, Everyone in my family has gotten the COVID vaccine other than me, my wife, my daughter, her husband, and of course their kids. Everyone else in my family, my, uh, my daughter, my, uh, my other daughter, my son, his wife, her husband, my sister, her son, my mom, all got the shot. Now, I don't know that they can't consistently still get the shot. I don't think they do, but whatever. Maybe they lucked out and got the placebo. I don't know. But I can tell you this. The reason they want you to take shot after shot after shot after shot after shot after shot after shot, and I could keep on doing this for the rest of the show, shot after shot, is because they know that those shots aren't actually doing anything but wrecking your immune system. And we talked about this also on the show, that each shot wrecks your immune system 10 to 20%. Why do they want you to keep taking these shots? Continue on, sir. That's following the science. Following the science is their own indictment of their own programs that said it doesn't work. And there are thousands of publications to that effect, not a few hundred, and not paid for by pharmaceutical companies. These are publications that are independent scientific research that shows unequivocally, including efforts of the chimera modifications made by Ralph Barrick in the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, all of them show vaccines do not work on coronavirus. That's the science. And that science has never been disputed. But then we had an interesting development in 2002. And this date is most important. Because in 2002, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, patented, and I quote, an infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. Listen to those words. Infectious replication defective. What does that phrase actually mean? For those of you not familiar with language, let me unpack it for you. Bioweapon. Infectious replication defective means a weapon. It means something meant to target an individual, but not have collateral damage to other individuals. That's so that, in my opinion... That would explain why China was working on this, the whole Wuhan lab thing, okay? I think that China was able to isolate the coronavirus strand. I think they had been working on it for years, thus SARS, bird flu, so on and so forth, right? And it, it got out. Somehow or another, it got out. I think the story that we talked about where you had a one of their scientists leak it out of the lab 
I think that I think that's a true story, and I think it was done on purpose as a bio weapon to get. And I don't think it necessarily had anything to do with us. I think shit just unraveled really quick. But this is what this whole thing was designed for. It's what infectious replication defective means. And that patent was filed in 2002 on work funded by NIAID's Anthony Fauci from 1999 to 2002. And that work, patented at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, mysteriously preceded SARS 1.0. Why isn't Fauci locked up? This guy is spitting straight fact. You can look up the fucking patent number. Look it up. You'll see who signed off on it. You'll see his name. Why is he not in motherfucking jail? Continue, sir. By a year. <gasps> Dave, are you suggesting that SARS 1.0 wasn't from a wet market in Wuhan? Are you suggesting it might have come from a laboratory in the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill? No, I'm not suggesting it. I'm telling you that's the facts. We engineered SARS. SARS is not a naturally occurring phenomenon. The naturally occurring phenomenon is called the common cold. It's called influenza-like illness. It's called gastroenteritis. That's the naturally occurring coronavirus. SARS is the research developed by humans weaponizing a life system model to actually attack human beings. And they patented it in 2002. So, guys, if that if that right there, I know it was a long clip. If that does not get you fired up, then hold on. I got something for you. <laughs> okay, so we've been hearing lately about COVID cases rising, right? That's all you're hearing. These uh, U.S. hospital systems now have reinstated mask mandates, okay? So, now here's an article. This was yesterday, Okay. Amid rising COVID cases and hospitalizations throughout the country, several hospital systems or hospitals have reinstated mask-wearing requirements for patients and staff. These announcements come as COVID-related hospitalizations have risen over 21% in the most recent week, and deaths have risen by 21%. If four people died and it rose by 20%, that is two more people died. Now, any death is unnecessary. I get that. Guys, we're losing our mind. Here's the point. I'm going to skip around. I've got, I've got everything written down that I want to talk about. And I'm going to go back and forth, okay? And the reason that is, is this. Okay, I have <laughs> um, the WHO, not the band, but the World Health Organization Coronavirus Dashboard. Okay, now this dashboard started in July, uh, December of, let me get to it, December of 30, December 30 of 2020, uh, 2019, okay, two confirmed cases. Okay, so started back 2019, okay, and it goes all the way, boom, 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 you see all the cases. Now, you remember, so what was it, March, March of 20, we locked down 300 I'm not going to give the exact numbers because it, it was a weekly situation. Uh, 300,000, 400,000, 500,000, April, 500, 600, May, 7, 8 million. 
uh, not eight million, eight hundred thousand a million. <laughs> blah 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 blah. January, June, August, September twenty one. You know, this is all twenty twenty one now. Twenty twenty one. So January of twenty twenty two. It looks like the spike. Now this is a world thing. This is in America. World. So in January of twenty twenty two, January seventeenth, twenty three million and. 20, uh, January 24th of 22, 23 million. Okay. So that's a lot, right? This is still lockdown. Don't travel. Wear your masks. 22. Um, I think, so I wrote this down. September 20th of 2022, uh, Joe Biden comes out and says, um, uh, we're good. Pandemic's over. Right? Remember that? At that point, now, this is world numbers. At that point, we were at 3.2 million cases. Okay? Still a lot, and obviously not as much as it was in January at 23 million, right? So, 3 million. Okay, so then it's down, it's down, it's down. Did you know that in December 19th of 2022... Now, pandemic's over. We spiked to an all-time high throughout the world of 44 million confirmed cases. 44 million. This is December of 22. Now, was there still... People were traveling. People were going places. People were visiting. People were going from country to country. In December of 2022... 44 million cases. Why am I trying to emphasize this? In March of 20, it was 300-something thousand. April, 500-something thousand. May, something, 500-something thousand. June, 600-something thousand. Thou- worldwide, not in this country, in the world. 600,000. Lock it down. Nobody go anywhere. Wear your fucking mask. And as soon as a vaccine's available, fucking roll up your sleeve. 600,000 worldwide. December 22, 44 million. Why am I getting animated? Let me scroll up. I'm going to get to, where are we at? We're August 28th. Let me get to August 28th. Let me get to August, tw- uh, wait, what? That's, okay. It doesn't go that far because obviously they don't give a shit. So the last reported number was August 14th of 2023. Which was two weeks ago, right? 314,000 confirmed cases in the world. In the world. Why the mass hysteria? Why are we going through this fucking bullshit yet again? Can anyone answer me that? Anyone? So, I'm going to go to America. Well, I'm in America. I'm going to go to numbers. Let's see. America. January of 2022 was the highest. 5 million. January, or what was it? December of 22 was only 400,000. So, obviously, that 44 million was somewhere else. Who cares? So... January, when does it start January? January 2nd 
of 2023, this year, 471,000 confirmed cases. Okay. I said in November, I'm sorry, September 20th of 2022, 368,000 cases. Biden, uh, COVID's over, pandemic's over. You remember that? I think it was 60 minutes, right? It was either 60 minutes or 2020, whatever. COVID's over, pandemic's over. We need to live our lives. January of this year, 471, so we rose. Well, let's scroll on down to where it doesn't give us any more information. Oh, it stopped counting. May 8th was the last input into the system. So what does that mean, Don? Well, what that means is they stopped America because obviously the WHO, the World Health Organization, has records of these numbers up until two weeks ago for the world. So what does it mean? We've stopped tracking these numbers. Don't believe me? Okay. I'm on Google, okay, the bastion of all left bullshit media, right? John Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center. Pretty reputable. We'll, we'll go with them. Okay? John Hopkins University stopped collecting data as of March 10th of 2023. Well, fuck, I can't use them. They haven't collected data in five fucking months. What else do we got? Do you understand what I'm saying, guys? Do you see where I'm going? It sounds like I'm pissed off about COVID, and it sounds like I'm thinking you guys all need to get the shot, and that's not... You got to understand the tone of my voice. You got to understand that you have these people telling us that shit's blown up again. We're coming out with a new COVID uh, fucking vaccine that everyone's going to have to get. I'll play the clip from Biden. They don't even fucking know how many people have been infected. They don't fucking know. I'm, like I said, I'm on Google. Okay, CDC, COVID data tracker. Okay, that's America, CDC's in Atlanta, right? Right? Okay. All they can give me is hospitalizations. And it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't say that it's um, COVID. It's just saying, here's my options. Hospitalizations, death, emergency department visits, vaccine distribution and coverage, or vaccine effectiveness. What's the Let's see what that one looks like. Note, vaccine effectiveness estimates are not expected to change from month to month unless circulating variants. <laughs> Fucking idiots. So I can't even tell you how many cases there are based on our own fucking medical thing but yet go get your motherfucking shots people because we're all gonna die wear your fucking mask tell me tell me why this is not some fucking bullshit anymore i'm telling you right now if you listen to this show religiously and you are a dtom follower guys i'm telling you right the fuck now you have got to make a motherfucking stand against these tyrant bastards. I don't give a fuck what country you live in. Okay? Because this is affecting every motherfucking single one of us. From the United States to Spain to Russia to fucking Istanbul fucking Turkey. 
No offense to anybody that lives in these countries. I'm not dissing you. Every single one of us, this is affecting us. They aren't even tracking the motherfucking data. But they're going to tell you that this is what you have to fucking do? Suck a fucking dick. I'm, I'm very sorry for the language, guys, but if you cannot tell, I'm extremely fucking heated over this bullshit. And the reason why is this. Now, you'll see and you'll hear other people say, oh, it's voting season. It's, it's, it's uh, the president. It's Biden. It's this. And maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe I'm 100% wrong in the fact that, and, and, I'll, and I'll put this like that. I'm going to stop ranting and raving because I think I hurt my hand. No, it's fine. Okay. I'm going to say this. Okay, guys, guys and gals, if you live outside of the United States of America and you're listening to the show right now, whether you're an American citizen or you're a citizen of whatever country you live in, do me a favor. Go to my website, donttreadonmerica.com, okay? The link is on the bottom of the podcast app in which you're listening to this on. Please click that, that website. Click it. If... Your country, whatever country you live in, is not going through this COVID madness. I want to hear from you. And the reason that is, is because the way we're being told in this country is that it's a world thing. Okay? Our own government, from what I can find, the CDC, the bastion of all COVID, right, is not even tracking the motherfucking disease. I need to know if your country is not having an issue. I need to know that. And the reason I say that is this. Because in this country, they're telling us that these things are coming. Biden is telling us these things are coming. Yet they can't give us fucking numbers. But yet these things are coming. So the conspiracy theory is that these things are coming. We're all going to die. But the conspiracy theory is that the reason this is happening is because it's voting season. I can look at the numbers, what numbers I can find, and tell you that seems legit because the numbers are the lowest they've ever been in the fucking time, the whole time we've been tracking this COVID hysteria. So why in the fuck would we need to start going through this bullshit again if it wasn't for that? That's why I need to know. If you live in another country, I need to hear from you. Please. You can go to my website, donttreadonamerica.com. If you're on Facebook and it's easier for you, that's fine. Don't Tread on America on Facebook. Message me on there. Trust me, I answer the fucking messages. I'm not an adult that just says, go to the website, yeah, and I ignore you. Trust me when I tell you, I fucking answer you. I'm not too big to fucking answer you. I'm not fucking some, you know... <laughs> Mucky muck this not going to answer his people that listen that uh, spend the time to to message me. So please do so. That'll help me out because in this country we're being told all this bullshit. It risen twenty one percent, twenty one twenty one percent on what? I can't even find the fucking numbers. Where are you coming up with the twenty one percent? It's not like I'm talking to Bob Johnson down the fucking street about COVID. I'm looking at y'all's motherfucking websites. Where are you getting these numbers from? And it's not even that they haven't been updated yet. I don't even want to hear that bullshit because <laughs> you're giving me 21%. I would assume that's a current number. Where are you getting the numbers from?
Please, answer me. 21%. One person could have been hospitalized in July. 21% more would have been two more people. You understand what I'm saying? They play the percentage game because it sounds bad. What are the actual fucking numbers? Well, we had one person hospitalized. Now we got three. Do you understand what I'm saying? 21% sounds like a lot. If I made 50 grand a year and I got a 20% raise, I'm making 60 now. That sounds pretty fucking good. <laughs> if one person's in, in the hospital for COVID, and I'm not trying to laugh at people. That's the, how they play the game. That's how you know the numbers are bullshit. When they give you percentages instead of numbers. But then, what's the newest thing? So I talked about this the other day. Uh, I, Brown College, whatever it was. I, whoever, whatever, studios, colleges, whatever, hospitals. Uh, talking about mass mandates again, right? Cool. Mass study published by... <laughs> My microphone's getting a workout today, guys. I'm going Alex Jones on you. The lizard will... <laughs> this is why. For two years, they told us, trust the science. Trust the science, guys. Trust the science. I'm sorry, I'm animated, guys. <laughs> Mass study published by who? By Don at Don't Tread on America? No, 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 no. By... Uh, by uh, Alex Jones at Infowar. Nope, nope, wasn't him either. By uh, Charlie Robinson at Macroaggressions. Nope, wasn't him. Wasn't Charlie. Who who did this mass study, Don? Oh, it was the NIH. Hold the fucking phone. You mean to tell me the people that have been lecturing us for two plus years about trusting the science and getting your fucking shots suggest that N95... N <laughs> N95 COVID masks may expose wearers to dangerous levels of toxic compounds linked to seizures and cancers. Hold the fucking phone. You mean to tell me that for two plus years, or yeah, I won't even say two plus years, but back when COVID was running rampant and they told us to get masks, we got a mask up, got a mask up, blah, blah, blah. And, and you heard this person say that the only effective mask is the N95. If you're just wearing a cotton mask or a, a face cloth or whatever, you're not doing any help, blah, 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 blah. It's like they encourage people to kill themselves. Get the N95. It's the best way to protect yourself. Oh, wait a second. May expose wearers to dangerous levels of toxic compounds linked to seizures and fucking cancer? So if the COVID doesn't kill you, or the vaccine doesn't give you a fucking heart attack, we're going to give you cancer. Guys, come on. You've got to understand. And if you're listening to the show for the first fucking time, you're welcome. And if someone shared this with you, once again, you're welcome. I'm reading their fucking articles. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I, I kind of wish I was, but it would be wrong if I were. These are new articles. August 27, 2023. The surgical N95 mask has been held up as the global standard when it comes to protecting against COVID. But a study quietly reshared by the National Institute of Health in spring, just the tight-fitting mask may expose users to dangerous levels of toxic chemicals. But 
we're we're starting mass mandates again. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. If you go to the hospital that has a mass mandate, they're not even okay. Where I work, and I don't tell you all where I work. If you know me, you know where I work. That's good enough. I don't need to announce my presence. Trust me. They were handing out masks. Okay, they had like a box. During COVID, it was like, oh, here's y'all's mask. If you know, you gotta wear them. You gotta wear them. I never wore them. Fuck them. I'm not wearing a mask. Um, the fucking box of the mask that they hand out said, "Does not protect you against COVID-19." It said it on the fucking box. So you can't tell me if you're handing out fucking masks to people. Whether you're a workplace, a hospital, whatever. If you're handing out these masks to people and they say on the mask, note, will not help against the COVID-19 virus. Why in the fuck am I wearing the goddamn thing then? It's about control. It has nothing to do and never has anything to do for your safety. Just like the doctor said in the clip I played earlier, this had nothing to do with protecting us. These vaccines had nothing to do for saving us because they knew they weren't going to do that. So why were they pushing the vaccines? There had to be another reason here, folks. Open your eyes. I'm telling you right now, there is something else going on here. Whistleblower who discovered, or I'm sorry, disclosed myocarditis spike in military goes after COVID vaccine rollout. So, this is an article that broke today. Service member who earlier this year blew the whistle and disclosed data from the Pentagon medical database showing a spike in a rate of myocarditis in the military in 2021 after the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines. The whistleblower is an active-duty Navy Medical Service Corps officer, Lieutenant Ted Mackey, who has also received, uh, revealed new data showing the substantial rise in accidents caused uh, um, assault, self-harm. Okay, let me back up. He also re- revealed data showing a substantial rise in accidents, assaults, self-harm, and suicide attempts in the military in 2021 compared to the average from 2016 to 2021. What do you see a lot on TV? Depending on where you watch and what you news and whatever, you see a lot of stuff about military suicides, right? Now, we naturally assume that's because of the shit you see on the battlefield. What if it has nothing to do with that? What if some of those suicides had nothing to do with that? What if it had to do with this is this part of the reason are we right in the fact of saying that if you get the vaccine there's a good chance you you not everyone's going to get it not everyone's going to get myocarditis but you could be you could have a family history you could have a reason to this could accelerate right it might be something that you might get eventually like you could be a 20 something year old person perfectly healthy and in 40, 50 years, get myocarditis at 67 years old. But this is a way to force that in. So here's um, President Poopy Pants the other day on uh, COVID funding. 
President, can you say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and the new variant? Yes, I can. Matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a uh, request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended that it would like to be recommended that everybody get it. So, <clears throat> coming out with a new, another vaccine. And it's going to be recommended, I can't just say definitively, but it's been recommended that everyone gets it. Well, I don't know how many people that got the first and second shot got a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever. Now, I know there are people out there that are like fucking biting their fucking lip waiting to get this vaccine. I know there are because those are the people that you see wearing face masks already that still wear their gloves and wear their face field shields and whatnot and go to the fucking store. But for people like us, and I know there was 20 in this country, 20 some odd percent, the people that never got a vaccine, didn't get the first shot. Okay. And I'm sure there's a larger number than that of people that didn't get their third shot. I think there's a chunk of people that didn't get their second shot because the first shot made them so sick. But I, like I said, my family members, as far as I know, and maybe they don't tell me because they don't want to hear my fucking rant, but whatever. Um, I bet you the number's probably closer to 50% of this country that never received more than two shots. Whatever, whatever. But <laughs> what's concerning to me is when I stumble upon this article. Researchers create aeros- <laughs> aerosolized aerol- uh, spray. <laughs> aerosolized. Uh, COVID vaccine. So I'm going to read this article. And what does it all, what does it all mean, Basil? What it means is that maybe they vax us without us even knowing about it. Yale University's researchers have created a new airborne method of delivery for mRNA uh, vaccines, which they believe will radicalize the way people are vaccinated in the near future. Their findings are detailed in a report published by the Journal of Science Translation Medicine. In the new report, there is a uh, there is no intramuscular injection," said Professor Mark Saltzman. Uh, let's see here. There's a quote, quote from Mr. Mark, Professor Mark. Uh, we just gave two doses, a prime and a boost. In Transley, we got both uh, got a highly protect, uh, protective immune response, but we also showed that generally you can deliver different kinds of mRNA. So it's not just good for a vaccine, but potentially good for gene replacement therapy. Blah, 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 blah. They're going to try to make it sound like it's all fucking bubbles and troubles. The news comes at a time when COVID is back in the headlines with unearthed documents revealing the Department of Defense has spent millions of dollars on new COVID equipment contracts due to begin in September and October of 2023. Oh, interesting. The, <laughs> the issue also raises questions, aerolized uh, vaccines being developed without people's consent or awareness. Biotechnologists have argued for years in respectable, God bless, academic publications that compulsory um, molar bioenhancement should be covert. So what does it mean? Well, let me paint a picture for you. We talk 
or we haven't talked about this, but you've seen uh, people talk about chemtrails. Okay, well, maybe. That's probably a bit too high or too far away. But now I don't know how it is in the rest of the country. I know in the state of Florida, we have a thing that bothers many residents here. It's called the mosquitoes. And in the state of Florida, certain counties and cities, they have these trucks that drive around and spray for mosquitoes. You've probably seen them before if you live here and you know what I'm talking about. Who's to say they don't do that? Who's to say they don't get you some other way? They want 100% participation in this, folks. 100. Why do you think that during COVID, like when COVID was rampant, and... um, they were forcing us to, um, to get these shots. You know, I come across this article. Now, these are all new articles. This isn't old stuff. This is yesterday or today articles I'm talking about. Big Pharma Insider testifies COVID jabs are military bioweapons developed by the DOD. What did I just read in the last one? Um, Department of Defense has spent millions of dollars on new COVID equipment contracts. That began in September and October. What are those contracts? What are they talking about? Isn't it convenient that they spent millions of dollars on this COVID situation? Oh, look at there. COVID's at a spike. Oh, look at there. We designed an uh, aerialized uh, delivery method. Oh, look at there. Whistleblower comes out saying that uh, the jabs are a military bioweapon. These things can't be coincidental, guys. COVID vaccines were secretly developed by the U.S. Department of Defense and handed over to big pharma companies to distribute to the public, according to Big Pharma Insider, who has testified testified that the pharmaceutical industry main role of the pandemic has been to provide cover for massive bioterrorism program. This goes back to what the doctor was saying in the clip I played at the beginning of the show, how they've been working on this for 50-plus years. And then they hand it to Pfizer. They also handed a Moderna and J&J, and I think they do that under the guise of, look, where all our biochemicals are working. You know, these, these pharmaceutical companies are working together trying to help America, help the country, help the people. Well, if you're trying to help us so much, then why were U.S. doctors financially rewarded for pushing the COVID jabs? August 22 of this year, millions of Americans were advised by their doctors to get vaccinated. I was one of those people. I didn't do it after I got COVID. And if you've been a longtime listener of the show, I got COVID August of 20. You know, had to stay home for two weeks because that was the thing back then. Uh, subsequently, during that time, I was supposed to go to a doctor for just a, you know, update my coat, my cancer doctor. And uh, couldn't go. I had to cancel. I had to change the appointment, whatever I go. And for my next appointment, they're like, oh, you, you lived. Oh, thank God you lived. That's so deadly. You know, have you gotten your COVID vaccine? No. Oh, we're doing them downstairs. You can go ahead and do it now. I'm good. I, I just got the disease. I'm probably more protected now than I was if I were to go get that shot. I've talked about this before, about pharmacies, whether it was your local mom and pop pharmacy or your Walmart or your local grocery store, or Walgreens, CVS, all these places were paid to give you the vaccine. 
Now we're finding out that doctors were also paid to do the same thing by the insurance companies. <laughs> Come on, guys. I mean, here's the thing from fucking uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. 30% of Anthem members vaccinated gets $20 bonus. Once, 70, once that number reached up to 75%, you get $125 bonus per vaccinated member. Now, you go to a, a doctor, like the doctor I go to, where I go, it, I go to Moffitt in Tampa, big hospital, one of the top cancer hospitals in the country. Okay, so if my doctor sees 500 uh, patient customers, patients, <laughs> uh, and he gets half of them to get vaccinated, well, you know, he just made an extra two grand, three grand. I mean, that's how, that's what we're talking about here, guys. These, and I'm, I'm get I'm putting a show together. I don't know if I'll get to it this week. It might be next week. Cause I already kind of got something I want to talk about Wednesday and Friday. And I'm going to talk about John Rockefeller. Now we've, whatever you know or don't know about this guy, it's going to be based around oil, but it's so much more. He is also one of those members of the Illuminati bloodline. So that's all I'm going to say about him. We're going to get into that sometime, probably next week, maybe next Sunday or Monday, whenever I do my show next week. Um, I don't think it'll be this week because I already got Wednesdays kind of pre-planned and Friday. So, And I think a lot of these things will make sense. I think things that happened over the past couple of years from a COVID standpoint will, will start to make sense. Once I once I kind of go into John Rockefeller and the Rockefeller family and the Rockefeller Foundation, and you'll understand a lot of things about doctors, hospitals, <laughs> and teachers, for that matter. But, like I said, it'll probably be next week. But the best way for you to know, <laughs> follow the show, guys. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on right now, go ahead and click that follow button, subscribe, whatever. It's free. It's free. I'm doing this for free. I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast trying to get his voice out to get heard. If this turns into something, then so be it. I'm not going to do it on the backs of y'all. Unless you want to go to the D-Tom Storm Pie shirt. That'll help. Anyway, with that being said, guys, please make sure you share this episode with your friends. If you're listening to us on Spotify or the Apple podcast app, uh, if you could leave the show a review, that'd be great. Also, guys, if you want to listen to my interview where I was on the Charlie Robinson show, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you can click the link there. I posted it. You can listen to us go back and forth for about an hour. And if you are not on Facebook, that's fine. Uh, just search TNT Radio Charlie Robinson and that'll come up. All right. I think that's all I got, guys. Today is Monday, August 28, 2023. Hopefully, I, I sh should be here Wednesday. And the reason I say that is because the hurricane's supposed to hit Wednesday. So barring me losing power or whatever, I'll be here Wednesday. If, if not, that's why. It's not because I didn't try. It'll be because of the hurricane. <laughs> all right guys other than that you guys have a great day if you live in the state of florida please be safe be prepared go get whatever supplies you need if you don't have them already um i don't know how bad this is going to be for most of us but if you're on the west coast anywhere from like tampa up until the big bend 
guys, I'm telling you this now, and if you're listening to this Monday or early Tuesday, you need to get your ass to the store if you haven't already. Okay? All right. I think that's all I got, guys. You have a great day, and hopefully I'll see you on Wednesday.